and you're unique and you're you for a reason mm. so don't take the opinion of somebody else as gospel yeah you need to realize that that doesn't define you that's just the mm. moment it's fine yeah. we move on and yeah. i think it takes a long while to get there it does <laughs> ready to go learn how to live healthier wealthier and wiser as an artist in showbiz hey i'm lara bianca pilcher I'm crazy about helping artists to live out their creative dreams and nurture themselves at the foundation of their creative career. I'm an artist, actor and showbiz educator with over 20 years in the arts and entertainment industry in London, Australia and now Atlanta, USA. I'm here to show you how to navigate this topsy-turvy world called showbiz and cover the secrets of success, unlocking the powerful artist you are. I've done it all, performed and worked in TV, film and stage, produced, directed, choreographed, toured and moved, run a studio, cast shows, auditioned, self-tape, educated, navigated the press and critics, arts branding, marketing and all the hoo-ha, while maintaining a happy marriage with two gorgeous kids. And there will only be real talk here, friends. Think of this podcast as a masterclass in helping you build your creative career, while also learning how to holistically navigate the artist's life. This is the Healthy, Wealthy, Wise Artist Podcast. I'm here with this gorgeous Carol Stennett, who is a Western actress. <laughs> she has starred in some incredible things. She's been Rachel Maron, is that yes. right? In The Bodyguard, which is the best role, <laughs> and Nala yeah. in The Lion King on West End. Um, which is super cool. So Thanks for having me, Laura. <laughs> I wanted to ask you just about your journey and your life. And I mean, you seem to be constantly working, which is so rare and such a gift. So tell me about you as a creative in London. Oh, like, I tell you, I have to start from the beginning then because my journey has been incredible. It has. I, yeah. I really, when I sit, sometimes think back at how I started, where I am now. Mm. And as you said, I have been very fortunate, very blessed to kind of be constantly in shows yes. um i've had i've had some downtime oh. <laughs> at the beginning i started off as um a community consultant no for, way for a diversity company a year it feels like a lifetime ago yeah and um i remember just not being happier there anymore mm. i was doing it because when mm. you finish university you need to get a job you yeah know, my parents said you need to get a job <laughs> yeah. so that's what i did but um it was just a nine to five yeah having to get on the tube when it's in the rush hour mm. smelly arms all of that I was, oh yeah it wasn't for me but it's what you do and i remember one day at being at my desk and reading the voice newspaper and it had an open audition for the lion king <laughs> Oh, imagine if I could be in the Lion King. Are you serious? <laughs> but I just thought, you know what? There's no point. I've not got any experience. I yeah. did A-level drama, but yeah. um, I didn't think because I hadn't gone and done performing arts at yeah. university. I did mass communications and film yeah. studies because I wanted to be a film director. So how I ended up as a community consultant, I don't I actually know. know but wow. Yeah. So I just thought, you know what? There's no point in me going because I don't have experience. But yeah. then something in my head said, you know what? I don't want to reach 55 mm. and think, what if, if only. Yeah. So I thought, I'm going to go for it. I'm just going to go wow. ahead, sing a song, so, so see what happens. Brave. <laughs> it was you a, just went and I sang was, a song. Yeah, so I went in, sang my song, and they were like, okay, fine. And um, they gave me some material to learn. Yeah. It was Shenzi at the time. So wow. yeah, and um, went back and I learned it, went back in, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> fine. Um, but I didn't get the job. I yeah. think they said something along the lines of that no one was leaving that year or wow. I just really like I didn't understand musical theatre and how it works really so I don't know yeah. if it was for the actual part of Shenzi or if it was for a swing yeah. or if it was for ensemble yeah. I wasn't sure but anyhow I didn't get it 
thought nothing else of Which it. Which probably makes us all go fuel because all the drama grads are there <laughs> going, hey, I've done my three years. Who's this girl once again? So I, I thought no more about it, went yeah. back to my day job. And about, I feel like it was about a month or two later, I got a call asking me if I'd be interested in auditioning for the French version of the show. Wow. Because they had, um, at Disneyland Paris, they had a condensed version of The Lion wow. King. So I was like, yeah, okay. So I went over to Paris, yeah. I auditioned. I didn't get it. <laughs> they told me to go away and work on my dancing because, oh. it, yeah. I mean, I can, you know, you go into a yeah. party left and right, yeah. that's fine. But yeah. in terms of choreography, and learning moves just like yeah. that. I was a bit, what, what, what's what the heck is going on here? So, um, yeah, so I went away and did that. And yeah, did learned. you go and do class? I did, I started doing classes, went to Pineapple School. Good on you. So I learned a bit of ballet. And I was like, what's going on? I'm going to work hard at this because I'm going to be a Lion King. <laughs> one day, one day I'll make it. <laughs> and then they called me back again about, uh, about maybe six months later, they called me back for the French version again. And I went in and um, sang, did a bit of movement. And then I'll never forget sitting, I was in, it was myself just sitting mm. on a chair in front of about I think four or five people mm. on a panel and I'm like okay so you know this job is obviously based in France and how would you feel about moving to France would that be an issue for you and I was like no I'd love to yeah. um it'd be a great experience I'd love to you know learn more about the culture mm. blah, blah, blah. and I'm like okay we'd like to offer you the job just like that so I was like really because <laughs> wow. I, I thought it was a no but then I should have known that the fact they were sitting down and asking me all these questions about yeah. how easy it would be for me to move and they were like, yeah, no, we would like to offer you the job. So I was like, thank you. And um, I was so shocked. I didn't even ask them about pay. I didn't ask them about when <laughs> so I would what, be starting. How much am I going to get paid for this? Do you know? I didn't ask them anything. <laughs> I literally just went home and handed in my resignation. Wow. <laughs> didn't ask them anything. So in hindsight, that was a bit crazy. But that's so cool. Yes. What a cool story. I mean, that's unique. It was, that was God. I can't say yeah. there's anything else because the way it just kind of panned out and I kind of, I learned on the job. Hmm. So when I started then, I made some amazing friends who I'm still close with right now. Yeah. And they were the ones who told me, you know, you need to get yourself an accountant. You need to oh. get an agent. You need to start doing classes. You need to. Wow. And that's how I learned by being in the in the environment yeah. and just being around the right people. A bachelor of doing it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, and so since that was 2006, I was meant to be there for eight months. Yeah. I ended up staying for 18 because I was having such a good time and wow. I just kept renewing my contract. Yeah, I'll get on the tube with smelly armpits for that job. <laughs> and wow. I just thought, you know what, it's time for me to go back to London and see if I yeah. can do this full time when I get back. And wow. Yeah, since, yeah, so since 2006 to now, I'm still working, so. It's just incredible. It's like, yeah. Uh, um, so when did you uh, what, what were you playing in Paris what character oh so in- I was playing Nala you were playing Nala yes okay. but it was slightly different because it was a condensed version mm. each show was 30 minutes and you do two or three shows a day right and um, it was a half an hour show mm. yeah half an hour show so yeah. um, you had three of each character wow so there were three Nala's three Scars, yeah. three Rafikis and three uh, Simbas. So yeah. it's just the four main characters yeah. and then the dancers who would... Um, Make it look amazing. Yes. <laughs> it was, you know what? To this day, it was one of the best shows I've ever done. Oh, and wow. I think it's partly because I learned so much while I yeah. was doing it. Um, but as I said, I have so many happy memories yeah. being there. Um, and it was the, it's how I learned this industry, I guess, mainly. I, I remember so. you telling me a story when I first met you in London years ago, and I was just like, jaw on the ground, like, this just does not happen. <laughs> Seriously, doesn't. but then what happened from there? What happened after liking? Because that's been running 
for the most ridiculous long amount of a tether. You know how yeah. long it's been running? Um, so the West End production yeah. has been running this year's 20 years. 20, 20 I thought years, so. I was yeah. going to say it's 20, isn't it? Yes. Um, 20, yeah, so that's crazy. What year did, how many years into that 20 year run were you doing? I joined uh, the West End production in 2010. Yeah. So yeah, I started in 2010 after six years of auditioning. And that's so remember? good to hear, Cause, yeah. Because yeah, I went for the first yeah. one and they told me no, but then I went to France. But yeah, so from 2006, yeah. every year I'd go in Wow, for the call, the Lion King yeah. call, the Lion King call, the Lion King call. And what was interesting about mm. that, actually, that mm. journey was the the, the year before, the year I got it, mm. um, they kept calling me back in and it was for the Nala, um, I think it was for cover, but doing Shadowland Nala. Mm. And um, they just kept wanting to call me in and I thought I've sang this song how many times they know me by now they must have loved your voice to keep calling you back yeah Yeah. I feel like they kind of saw they they saw something in you they saw something yeah and I remember saying to my agent um, you know what I'm not Mm. coming back I think I was away I was somewhere and I said I'm not coming back into London just to sing (laughs) one song so she goes you know but if you don't you might not be in the finals and Mm. I said that's fine (laughs) I'm I'm okay with that and then I got called in for the finals anyway and I got the um, part it was um, Sarabi cover night yeah. but that was my entrance into the Lion King in the West End and again one of the best experiences yeah. I ever had I and I'm pretty sure I remember once I was going around the tube that your face was yes. Nala on I the posters visual, visual movement, how um, did yeah. that feel for that level of success after such a you know season of years of perseverance and resilience I mean wow <laughs> um, to see your face as the lead on Lion King that like, was amazing and I was also in broad on Broadway because they had the same image there oh. Maya director wow. who sent it to me said look where you are so wow. I, fi- I haven't physically been on Broadway yet but your face but my face has been there it was amazing mm. uh, going up the escalator my mum actually she told me one time she doesn't go into central London yeah. but she purposely made a trip to the West to End to look at the posters and they were <laughs> so everywhere they were. so that was a, a great yeah. experience and something I, I really am grateful for yeah um, I really can't complain. No, oh, it's <laughs> really phenomenal. Can't. What happened from there? So you left, and when did you start playing in Bodyguard, or was there lots of things oh, in so between? Oh, so there's been bits in between. Lots so, in between. So yeah. going back, so when I left France, and I came back to London, mm. and I got myself an agent and an accountant, <laughs> <laughs> I started auditioning, the auditioning process, and I mm. did uh, a panto. I think the first thing what I did was a panto. Oh, can't be British without you doing know? a panto. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, so I did that, and mm. then I went into Thriller Live. So that I was didn't my, know you were in Thriller yeah, Live. Were you there when Kofi Game was? No. Ah, different no. season. So okay. I, was, I was there the year Michael Jackson died. Oh, no. Yeah, so 2009, I was wow. there. Um, and I saw the difference from before he died to when he died and all the flowers and it being oh. sold out and TV shows and everything. So and then I, that show, which was never made to be a tribute for his life, became yeah, that, didn't basically, it? Basically, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So um, I did that for a year. And then I left that to go and, and I joined the Lion King uh, the following year. Yeah. And I stayed there for three and a half, was it three or? Yeah, three, yeah. three years. Then I opened the first mm. uh, UK tour of the Lion King. Oh, so you did the tour. So I did, yeah, I opened yeah. That, for, so did that for a year. And then I left that to join the bodyguard. Ah, I see. So that's when my time with the bodyguard yeah. started. Um, yeah. And again, I started as ensemble, cover uh, yeah. Nikki, cover Rachel Marin. Yeah. Mm. And then that first was... First cover, second cover, third cover. I don't know. Did they do first I cover? I don't know. I, I feel like I was... 
You were the... I feel like I must have been the first cover if they did it in that yes. sequence. Yes. I, to be fair, I can't remember. Okay. Um, mm. Yes, I did. Actually, no, I was because they yeah. had an alternate Rachel Murray. Ah, uh, right. Yeah, so I was first cover yeah. after the alternate. And that was only for three months because the lady, Derek, Debbie Currup, who was yeah. Nikki Marin, she left. Yeah. And so then I took over as Nikki wow. Marin and still cover Rachel. How did it feel to sing Whitney Houston songs? So and... I grew up oh my listening gosh. to Whitney Houston. <laughs> so, so that's like, that's me. Another lifetime I am Whitney Houston. <laughs> yeah, I love that lady. Her voice is old. Beautiful. Oh, isn't it? She's something it? else. She was, she was something else. So yeah. um, it was, again, a great. And then yeah. also because I was singing mm. alongside Beverly Knight. Yeah. Oh, and uh, yeah. he was a, a British treasure. Oh, yes. So I thought, imagine little me, yeah. Carol Stennett, sitting next to Beverly Knight, this amazing woman. Yeah. And being on another West End stage. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was incredible. What was that moment like that's famous where he like held you and you're oh, like in his arms? <laughs> and seriously, what did it feel like, like when you first did that? In um, the- that bit was fine. I think for me, the, mm. the most kind of pivotal moment within that show is I Will Always Love You. Oh, yeah. And you know, you've seen it when the podium goes up at the yeah. end. Yeah. For me, that was when I was like, wow, <sighs> this is incredible. This wow. moment. <laughs> Oh my gosh, wow. yes. This, this is incredible. I That's... might have to insert a clip of your song here. <laughs> that was, oh yeah, my gosh, that and was... you cannot get that that sing wrong because no. everybody, it's, it's a famous so, yeah. song and yeah, we you... know what the lyrics yeah. are. It's not about you, you can embellish it a, a little, I guess. Yeah. But as you said, it's so iconic. Yeah. You have to stay true to, to what it is. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, and you don't really need to do too much to it because yeah. it's Whitney Houston. Oh, it's stunning. It's the most yeah. stunning thing. So what about in the very rare times that you haven't worked <laughs> and the whole auditioning process like how do you handle because I mean you've had you have had rejection oh, everyone has <laughs> tell me about that tell me about the not so wonderful times and how you handle that okay you know what I feel like at the when you go through it initially mm. it's like your disaster I'm like oh what's yeah. going on with my life what am I doing yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember going in for one show I won't say what it was yeah and um I can't. I think I knew going in that I wasn't going to get it. I don't know. Sometimes yeah. you can you can feel yeah. the vibe of the I think room. So yeah. Um, and mm. I think it was because when I went in there, um, so the choreographer she had her feet up on the table. She, she yeah, she just That's like that. Really professional. The, the director was like, "What part are you here for?" Wow. And I thought, wow, you've asked to be seeing me, yeah. and you don't even know what part you're yeah. seeing me for. So I kind of felt I didn't feel the vibe. I think, mm. and then I hadn't had enough time to prepare the material for. Mm that part because I, I was working somewhere yeah I can't remember where I was working and so anyway I sang the song mm. and it wasn't my best yeah. um and I think you, you're always your worst own worst critic oh yeah so um <laughs> yeah it wasn't a good good one and I remember when they said they when I finished they said okay thank you that's like, all for today <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I knew I was gonna cry yeah. And I didn't obviously, I don't want to cry in front of the panel. So mm. I was like, thanks. And I turned around and I ran. Because oh, you're like, no. Because <laughs> yeah, I knew it was coming. And I normally, you know, you can hold yeah. yourself until you get out of the building yeah. and you're like, ah. <laughs> but I knew it was coming. So I, that's the first time mm. and the last time, hopefully, that I'll ever run out of an actual oh, audition wow. crying. Um, yeah. They didn't see me, but they obviously knew that yeah. it wasn't a, a good one. So um, I was obviously upset about that. But after mm. about a day I was like you know what there's nothing mm. you can do about that anymore it is yeah. the past and it's not a reflection of you yeah. it's just you weren't right for that particular part yeah. and that's fine mm. you can't be right for everything 
and you're unique and you're you for a reason mm. so don't take the opinion of somebody else as gospel yeah you need to realize that that doesn't define you that's just mm. a moment it's fine yeah. we move on and yeah. i think it takes a long while to get there it does yeah <laughs> but I've, I've really learned over the years of having no's 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 for every no yeah. there will be one one yes and i have yeah. had yeses so yeah. I, I can't be that bad <laughs> so yeah. i tell myself you can't be completely yeah. terrible you can't be you that have, bad <laughs> yeah so have um, you ever made um, like mistakes like either in a live West End show or in an audition oh, oh constantly sometimes now I can just hold the sheet paper in front of me <laughs> because my, and I've done a bit as I get older my memory is not what it used to be it just doesn't retain things anymore but you know I have and why I stopped I stopped beating myself up because we're human yeah and I think that's part of what makes us unique and special is yeah. the fact that we have flaws yeah. and nobody's perfect's boring that's what that's I tell really yeah. nice yeah. so I kind of that's how I look at it now at the beginning mm. no yeah. <laughs> I was a disaster I'm like oh I'm so sorry I kept apologising oh, and, wow. and you have to kind of just get to a point where you they mm. when you go into casting they aren't necessarily your judge and jury yes they want most of the time they want you to get the job yeah and you have to stop looking at them as your enemy mm. and start looking at them as human beings as well just wanting to find the right person for the job that they have yeah and once you start looking at it like that it's mm. i don't know it makes it easier to not be so hard on yourself yeah um and then also if it's if it's a really bad audition and i just feel like oh what's going on with my life yeah i'll just go and buy something <laughs> treat myself <laughs> Tell, like what, what's your what's I your guilty a, pleasure a pair of ray-bans oh um, nice so we're not talking like going to no. eat a bucket of ice cream no no no, no, no. <laughs> i mean sometimes i do it depends on how bad the audition is but um yeah so i treat myself ray-bans. to ray-bans i was like yeah. you know what you deserve this. yeah it's great it's fine <laughs> good on and, you yeah so um yeah but then also i've mm. had auditions um like i had one recently where i thought i was terrible i i thought to myself i wouldn't even play you <laughs> and i got the job so wow. so sometimes even though you think you've had a bad audition yeah it's, it's not the case at all maybe so they've heard you do some other things maybe thought, she's having a bad day yeah. so you know what she we've seen her and she's fine she'll, she'll be she'll all right <laughs> so it really just depends but yeah. just, just don't take it to heart it's really good advice and <laughs> you think success for you, it might be different for other people, but often people refer to it success as it's hard for your faith. Like, and I'm not hearing that necessarily, but has success made it harder? It's made it harder maybe in terms of... No, it hasn't made it harder. It's yeah. made it um, maybe a bit... Not tricky. I don't want to use that word because mm. I feel like it's helped me to decide what types of jobs I want to go for. Yeah. Um, as opposed to, I've never been the person. I, I as I said, I love performing, but mm. I like the fact that everything on my CV, I can stand behind and say, yes, I, I love doing this yes, show. It's, yeah. it's something that I'm passionate about and yeah. I believe in. Mm. Um, so in that sense, it's helped me to kind of identify what it is I like and what type of performer mm. I want to be because mm. you have you have different types of performers there's yeah. nothing wrong with that yeah. but some people just want to be continuously working yeah. um, whether they like what, the show yeah, or exactly. not exactly yeah. yeah and I like the fact that every project that I've been involved in I've actually wanted to to be in and I, and I feel mm. like even now going forward mm. when I'm presented with something if I don't if I don't like that the storyline or I'm not really passionate mm. about it I'm in a position where I can say mm, thank you but no, I think instead I'm, of yeah. that's all Carol's yeah. like that's all yeah. guys yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I think in terms of my favour or in terms of yeah. it kind of gives me a kind of direction of what type of performer I want to be mm. so yeah I don't know if it's harder it just helps me to choose 
So you have turned mm-hmm. down roles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Most yeah. of the time when I've turned down a role, to be honest, that's because it's clashed with something else. Yeah, not like, <laughs> yeah. I desperately need a yeah. job right now. <laughs> what do you do between, like, do you, do you have betweens? You said you did. I do occasionally. What, I have do you have things. another skill? I'm a hustler. <laughs> <laughs> How do you make money? Um, so there's so many different ways. So I, I still do session singing sometimes. Uh, good, yeah. um, I sing with different function bands. Mm. Um, is that weird when you're like on West End and then you do a little gig somewhere? Oh, I like you it because like I it. feel like it just helps yeah. you to hone in your craft. That's good. And yeah. it helps you to just keep mm. getting that audience participation and yeah. just working on different skills. Because I find, um, because I've been primarily in musical theatre, yeah. it's one way of singing. Yes, yeah, And true, um, yeah. it's nice to kind of, I like jazz, I like soul. Yeah. I like, so it kind of just yeah. gives me that opportunity to yeah, try something else. Yeah, yeah. so I like that. Um, I've, what else have I done since I've not been... You don't make coffee, clearly. No, <laughs> <laughs> no I've worked at a couple of performing arts schools as well as a ah, singing teacher. Good, um, yeah. yeah, what else have I done? Oh, I recently got my chaperone license. Oh, yeah. oh wow, so, Mama's stay <laughs> helping yeah. all the kids. So that's, that's another. Great. Yeah, so it's always about being creative and working yeah. out how I can um do things that can also keep me free for auditions mm. but obviously pay bills yeah um and then i to just do acting classes yeah. or dance classes to keep yourself going to kind of yeah, yeah and um yeah live life try to socialize yeah. as well so i can see oh, yeah. you know i can't ever see friends speaking of that is that a hard work-life balance in the west end for it, you when well when it's in the west end it's slightly different because i yeah. live in london it's yeah. easier for me to make events yeah. and things because i can either go before a show or yeah. after a show yeah when it's a tour i kind of you know mm. i miss certain yeah. weddings or parties yeah. and things which is a bit of a disaster sometimes because i love family and i love friends so yeah yeah that can be hard but I love being in the West End because, as I said, you I can go, can, home. Yeah, go home, yeah, see family, um, have a, a life, kind of. So mm. I prefer that. Yeah, yeah, that. Oh, I think I would definitely prefer that too because <laughs> I'm married and I just wouldn't want to be yeah. away. <laughs> it, is it all your agent when it comes to work? Or do you put a lot of effort into getting jobs? I feel like I should do more. <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes I get I get a bit not lazy but I do depend on my agent a lot yeah. of the time and I've also because mm. I've started to build a name yeah. a lot of people maybe have seen me in a show yes and then yeah. will get in touch with my agent and say oh we'd like to see her for this and then a, yeah, yeah that's so good. It's, a, it's a bit of everything but yeah. I, I feel like I could be more proactive but mm. at the same time I'm like how <laughs> yeah because um, I mean if the, if you if it's not like a year of yes waiting then yeah. you probably don't feel the need no, necessarily no yeah so um yeah I I'm proactive when it comes to function bands things like that yeah. I'll do that myself yes. but yeah. when it comes to West End or musicals yeah you've got people agent, working yeah. for you <laughs> like, oh, you want to be seen for this yeah yeah you for that, so. do you feel like it's this funny expression that we all use in the industry do you feel like you've made it no it's funny because <laughs> i i thought you'd say that yeah and, um the whole word of making yeah. it is an interesting concept yeah. isn't it like yes i think you could say you've been successful but what do you think it means to make it uh, for me yeah i feel if you've made it it kind of feels like you're complete you've 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 done you've got to the pinnacle or you've yeah you've, you've done what you need to do to yeah to rest 
yeah. kind of. And I always feel, for me, if as soon as I get comfortable in something, mm. it's time for me to move on to yeah. the next thing. Yeah. Um, and the fact that I still feel like that, I feel mm. like I haven't made it yet. Yeah. Or it, it makes me feel like there's still more. There's more. Yeah. yeah. I made it in terms of my West End goals because yeah. I always wanted to play Nala in the yes. West End. Yes. And I've done that. Yeah. So in that sense, I've made it and everything yeah. else is a bonus, yeah. I guess, in that sense. But... I don't, yeah, yeah, I don't feel like I've made it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny because it seems like that. Um, there's this great expression I heard recently. I don't want to make it. I just want to mm. make. I just want to ah. be doing. Yeah. I want to be creating. I want to be doing. And yeah. I, I think that's a really good thing. Mm. Um, awesome. yeah. So you were talking a bit about your support network. How important is your support network? Um, it's so important. I think yeah. that's what keeps you grounded. Mm. It's what keeps you humble. My, uh, Especially my immediate family, mm. My sis, one of my sisters in particular, she keeps me in check. Yeah. I, I've, I've never had a big head, I don't think. Anyway. <laughs> you don't seem to have a big head. <laughs> but you might ever kind of say, oh, you know, I'm, I'm going to be doing this or something like that. She'll be like, calm down. I saw you on the tube anyway. Like, like, you know, like, whatever. <laughs> Yeah, and <laughs> do you think she actually feels like that? I feel or is no. It that I think she's, they're proud. She's proud. I think they're all uh, proud of me and yeah. the fact that I'm achieving what I, I've mm. gone out there and I've yeah. and I've achieved what I, I want. But mm. at the same time, I'm not saving lives. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, take a chill pill. It's all good. Just yeah, yeah. Calm down. So I think it's so important to have people around you just to keep mm. you. Um, to keep you in re- check with reality. Yeah. Um, just to know, yes, you, you, it's a good. It's good to do what you love to do. Yeah. But it's not the be all or end all. There's other mm. things in life, and um, I think it, yeah, it keeps you grounded to kind of remember yeah. that you're not above anyone. So that's yeah, chill. It's true, and it's funny because there's always someone above you anyway. Yeah. It's like <laughs> yeah. This is a different question, just sort of different slant for a second. But how do you handle difficult people or directors that you work with? I mean, there's difficult people. We know that. Yeah. I have been fortunate. Mm. To, I'm trying to think of a director that's been difficult because that would be yeah. difficult. If there's difficult people yeah. in the cast or yes. around, I just avoid them. If I, can. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's you know, you're not going to get on with everybody. No. That's just life. Yeah, everybody's different, and that's fine. Mm. And if it's a cast member, you just oh, they're in the room. Okay, just yeah, sit on the other side. Do you know, yeah, you so yeah. you can just not avoid, but you just distance yourself and that's fine just because I think peace is important Mm, you don't want to be stressed out at work but I'm just trying to think of a director because that would be different you can't really avoid a director and I think I've been fortunate that Mm. every show I've been in I can't think of a director that annoys me to the point where I'm like what would I do yeah or is it slightly abusive or no I've been really Mm. I've been very fortunate I've not not had anybody that's really nice to hear that yeah (laughs) I'm trying to think, no, mm. yeah, no. But um, I feel like there's not getting wrong, there's been challenges. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's more on me having mm. to push myself yeah. um, to be the best me I can be. Yeah. Uh, for example, Lion King, um, as I said, the dance is not my strongest yes. <laughs> yeah. point. And I had to really discipline myself to to train and to get physically fit yes. and to be the best Nala I could be for yeah. rather than trying to compare to anybody else. Yeah. But for me, I always think that uh, people who come to see a, a show, regardless mm. of West End or wherever, they're yeah. paying money. Mm. And if they're paying a certain amount yeah. of money, they should get a certain kind of show Absolutely. in return. Absolutely, yeah. So I felt for myself, I can't yeah. give them a half performance. No. I need to give my best performance every time I go on that stage. Yeah. So I think I would beat myself up and say, come on, mm. you can do better than that. What, yeah. what are you doing? So yeah. I think I, I would be hard on myself in that sense. But yeah. a director, I'm no. It's really nice to hear that. Mm. Do you have like any little ritual you do? Like, do you, do you get nervous still? Um. Yes. 
I get nervous when people I know are watching. Oh, if, funny. Yeah, if it's yeah. people I don't know and the lights are down, I just feel like they're silhouettes. They're yeah, not real. they're not real people. But yeah, if I know my mum's in and I hear her laughing. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm finished. But um, what I, I do, um, I always, well, I haven't, yeah, most shows, depending on what it is mm. that I'm nervous about. So um, at the beginning of The Bodyguard, for example, uh, I would say you get the five minute call yeah. before beginners. And I'd go down onto the stage and just find a little corner and have a little prayer. Good. Just by myself, just yeah. saying, you know what, God, thanks for the opportunity. Help me to make this the best performance yeah. it can be. Just to kind mm. of psych myself up. Because at the beginning of the show, you fall off the, the lighting treads. And I don't do heights. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so I remember to, that now. Yeah. I forgot about that. So to psych myself up for that, I kind of had to kind of get into the right mind set and just be like, there's a, there's a reason why you're doing this. Wow. You can do it. I can do all things through Christ. It's oh, oh my God. You know, so I, I go through that and I'd, um, you know, just, just talk myself through it and say, yeah. you, you've got this, you can do this. I really you've like that. It. It really, your self-talk sounds really I healthy. Have to, yeah. I have to really constantly talk to myself just yeah. because I can get into my own head and I can talk myself out of things. Mm. I'm like, you're going to fall. You're going to No, you're not going to fall. Yeah. Well, you are, but you're going to get caught. So that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yes. Yeah, get yourself just, into a panic. Yeah. yeah. And then obviously that's the start of a show. Mm. And once you start, you don't stop. Mm. Especially as Rachel Marin, you just, you're constantly. Yeah, you're on every scene. Yeah. So I'm like, I've got to keep going. Yeah. So I have to get myself in the right headspace yeah. to, to do a show. Yeah. What about how do you maintain your health and your physicality and your voice and just all of that? Because obviously you are your instrument. Yeah. Um, water, keep hydrated, um, yeah. definitely. Rest. I try to sleep as much as I can, which mm. is sometimes hard because if the show finishes after 10 o'clock yeah. and then by the time you get home you can't go straight to bed you need to wind yeah, down true. Yeah. so you usually get to bed about 2, 3 in the morning well. <laughs> so that means you get I'm trying to and then I am I get up early mm. I try not to have to try and force myself to stay in bed mm. because I naturally get up about 7, 8 o'clock yeah. so then you're not getting enough sleep and your voice isn't getting enough time to kind yeah. of repair and stuff yeah. so I um, try to just rest as much as possible um, I don't go to the gym <laughs> Oh yeah, look great! <laughs> you. are <laughs> so fun. It's probably all the r- walking around on the tube and the stairs. The oh my gosh, since being back, I'm like <laughs> my body. Um, I recently started to do um, Pilates, Good. and um, I try to do yoga, but I just um, mm. I just need to. Get, I try to do things that are stretching exercises, yeah, yeah. and um, things where I can just clear my mind. Yeah, basically. Um, I try. I go through phases where I do eat healthily. Yeah. Um, I've done the January year. <laughs> Very last nice. Three years with my siblings. Um, nice. And then I'm, I'm kind of a pescatarian now. I, yeah. But my weakness is where the chocolates. <laughs> oh yeah, we have. We yeah, yeah. we've got some no, more chocolates. No more for me. <laughs> You've moved the plate. <laughs> physically remove you know, the object yeah, yeah, yeah because that's my weakness chocolate oh is, is so good like, what a gift oh, it's so <laughs> chocolate so i have to stay away purposely yeah um, yeah but yeah so i just try to um stay stay active as in walking mm. um yeah 
gym is not for me at all yeah I don't blame you it's no. not for everybody yeah it's not. but as long as I do a bit mm. of stretching or yeah. walking yoga and obviously you're not necessarily going for dance ensembles so <laughs> you're probably not feeling the need to still maintain a triple pirouette or whatever like, <laughs> I wish I could do one I wish I could do one pirouette I've got better actually I'm, yeah. I'm happy I was going to say pr- I am proud of myself in that sense that mm. um, I can see since I started the bodyguard to where I left that, that journey's been interesting as well. Yeah. So I've done that for five years on and off. I've been with the bodyguard. Yeah. I, I went back this year. Well, last I year saw that. Year. Yeah. yeah. So I can't leave. Yeah. Um, and seeing how I, I, I grew, I've grown in confidence mm. um, in the character yeah. and in my stage performance. And I, thought, I, thought, I was like, yes, Carol. Oh. You, you know, I wouldn't know if I'd call myself a dancer yet. I still feel more comfortable with yes. the movement yes. section. Yes, I'm a mover. Mover. <laughs> but um, from where I was to where I ended, I'm like, it's I'm It's really nice that. to so hear that. Yeah. Definitely. That, you know, yeah. it never really stops, does it? always no, learning and yeah yeah have it's you ever had anything that takes you off a show whether it's like laryngitis or yes um oh gosh that was terrible too because mm. i like to talk yeah <laughs> me too <laughs> and for two weeks bodyguard it was with the bodyguard we were on tour oh. and i could feel my voice was going yeah but i didn't know why mm. and i thought i will come back tomorrow and it just kept getting worse and worse yeah and then i went to the doctors and like no you've got laryngitis really you need bad. to just stop talking wow. take these antibiotics blah 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 so i was off mm. and i'm um, trying to write down things just to say yeah i'm on vocal rest yeah which is oh. so annoying i'm trying to sign i can't do sign yeah. Like, okay. yeah. <laughs> don't whisper um so yeah that was annoying mm. because you've lost your voice I felt like I've lost everything because yeah. that's what I do I see yeah that's hard so um, losing my voice was um, it made me appreciate it that much more when it came mm. back yeah and so now I steam I make sure mm. I um, as I said keep hydrated mm. um, also I get acid reflux so oh, I try to not have spicy foods yeah. anymore the, the uh, doctor told me not to eat after 8.30 which yeah, doesn't really hard, yeah especially <laughs> with your lifestyle because yeah. you know when you finish a show I'm hungry yeah. after the show yeah. so if I do eat I make sure I don't go to bed straight away yes yeah. Um, yeah. So I just try. try You're doing to, all the right things. Yeah, I'm trying my best. Um, yeah. When I'm not in a show, I, I kind of pull out of these habits. Mm. So this is the problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm on my own schedule. So yeah. It's, it's so easy. cool. So just to close, like, what advice, encouragement from your journey of Carol's journey? <laughs> what is the thing that you sort of feels the message of your heart for you know somebody else? that you could encourage uh, for me, to and it would be regardless of what your industry is mm. regardless of what you do um i say trust god yeah. and put him first yeah because when you do that i tell you the doors just open and mm. as i said the way my career started it, i can't say it's an accident it, yeah. it really was god god mm. ordained that's how i i see it yeah um and he's been constantly faithful because there's been so many times as i said when i've had my downtime mm. like oh my gosh, I've got a job next. What's, what's happening next? And like, you know, that feeling yeah. of fear because you don't know how you're going to pay your next bill yeah. or whatever. And there's been so many times like, I'm going to quit, you know, I'm just going to just go and find another career path and, mm. and do something else. And then I'll get a job. Yeah. And I'll be like, oh, okay, good. Thanks. Yeah. So this is where I'm meant to be. Yeah. Okay. So I would, I would say trust, have faith. Mm. And even when you can't see, 
just step out in faith and mm. trust that he has got your back and yeah I, I could just say he really has got mine because mm. there's been so many times and also say what you want as well mm. be specific in what you want because i this year i was like okay i've done the touring thing i, I want to be back in my house i yeah. just want to be in london with my family let mm. me get a job in, in london yeah. and i had so um that's good so mm. just trust yeah be specific yeah be specific about what you want yeah um yeah and patient as well Mm. and um also just yeah don't look at what other people are doing focus on your your journey because especially with the social media this world of social media yeah it's scary yeah (laughs) it'll make you feel like you're not achieving anything when you look at Mm. what other people are doing don't watch them yeah (laughs) do your own your own path path. that's so powerful and so true yeah so i thank you so much no thank you i love chatting to you Phew, today's masterclass is done. I love reaching back and saying I've done this and helping you learn the easy way. If you want more, head to larabiancapilcher.com for show notes, links, freebies, my blog, coaching and courses. And you can also head to my socials, larabiancapilcher on Instagram and Facebook. I'm also on Twitter and Pinterest. Thanks again for listening. Please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. That would mean the world to me and I'll give you a shout out. And of course, keep on living the healthy, wealthy, wise artist living towards your dream life. Bye, friends. P.S. Shout out to my hottie hubby, Andrew Pilcher, who does all the editing on this podcast.